Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid. We're lifelong Lions fans. Bob! All right, let's go, Lions fans. The Jared Goff era has begun. Connor! Hey, let's bite some kneecaps. Detroit versus everybody, baby. UJ! A new era in Detroit has begun, people. So get on the train or get left behind. Rudd Dog. This is going to be an unprecedented era of Detroit Lions respect. And I'm Big Z. It's a new era of Detroit Lions football. It's going to be one hell of a season. We'll be drinking the blue Kool-Aid with Dan Campbell all year long. Predictions, thoughts, reactions, everything we got to hear. Sit back, relax, and grab your Kool-Aid, man. Drinkers, we are back and ready for week 15 of the NFL season. That is right. Uh, you're 1 11 and 1 Detroit Lions. That's the right record, right? Yeah, 12 13. Yep. So 1 11 and 1 Detroit Lions going up against the 10 and 3 Arizona Cardinals, uh, who recently mm. were beat by Matt Stafford and the Rams on Monday Night Football to fall from 1 to 3 in the playoff seedings. But can the Lions? This week, go into Ford Field, their home, their home turf, defend it, and uh, you know, kind of destroy what the Cardinals have built up all season in terms of trying to go for the number <laughs> one seed. We'll see. But before we get into all that, let's introduce the Blue Kool Aid crew that is here. So on Big Z, let's get to the rest. We got UJ. Hey everybody, and we got Rud Dog. Yo. All right, gentlemen. So let's get to it. The Lions, 12 and a half point underdogs. Uh, what, it opened at 14. Now it's down to 12 and a half. So I guess there's believers Ooh, out there. Uh, hey, something must have picked up a free agent yeah. or something. I don't but know, you, I mean, the name of the game, and this is just the NFL in general. You know, 25 or maybe even 30% now of the NFL is an advanced COVID protocol, which is like where everybody, <laughs> if regardless if you're vaccinated, unvaccinated, have it or don't, you're getting tested every 24 hours for COVID. Um, you're not allowed in the facility. Oh my um, goodness! And the Lions have nine players, I think, in that. Plus, they added one or two this week. Uh, I mean, it's it's the same situation we're in. I haven't seen anybody come off the COVID list. Uh, the Rams Yikes. actually last week though had their tight end Tyler Higby out for that Monday Night Football game, and then found out the next morning that it was a false positive and he should have played in the game all along. <laughs> oh, that's brutal. Yeah. <laughs> I See, we that's where this is starting positive. to get ridiculous. Yeah. I thought we're past that stage already. <laughs> yeah. I'd not. like to see all these guys who have COVID. How many are actually symptomatic? Yeah. They don't. Probably not a lot. I mean, uh, like for instance, the Cleveland Browns coach Kevin Stefanski tested positive, <laughs> but he, uh, he said he's feeling fine and showing no symptoms. So, I mean, my, my I guess is tell you that part. I bet it's this new Omicron. I'm hearing it's way more like spreading faster, way more contagious, but way less uh, like powerful or whatever. I no so I can't maybe it's just hitting that. the NFL and the sports leagues really hard right now. And we'll 
This could be the sign of the end, hopefully, of all of this. Man. But it could be the one that just started up yesterday, the Kodachrome uh, no, uh, variant. No, no. The Kodachrome, yeah. no. Yeah. It started in Tulsa, Mississippi. Or is that Tulsa? I don't even know if that's a city. I don't even know where the hell it's at. The Kodachrome. No, there's another one? <laughs> all right, yeah. all right, all right. So, all right, never mind. All right, sorry. I mean, just we'll here. be talking Chrono roster soon. Like, oh, what do you got? I, <laughs> I got mean, the, the big news Delta for this and... this week's game and the Lions hosting um, is just the amount of players uh, that are on there. So Tracy Walker, Bobby Price, Ify, Malifan, uh, Ify Atu, Malifanu, we call him Ify, Mark Gilbert, Corey Bellantine, our backup cornerback from the press squad that was brought up last week, also tested positive uh, yesterday, Nikel Roby <laughs> Coleman. Um, then center Evan Brown, Jamal Will- Jamal Williams, Tefante to- Beckett, like our fifth string linebacker. Um, that doesn't also include everybody else. This is just fun, so I'm gonna read it. Uh, that's on the injury report. <laughs> oh, DeAndre Lord. Swift, he was he he did not practice. Tight end T.J. Hawkinson did not practice. Alex Anzalone, Julian Aquara, Jalen Elliott, Will Holden, uh, all missed practice. Not Will Holden. Derek- and uh, limited in practice were Derek Barnes, Michael Brockers, Austin Bryant, Jalen Reeves-Maven, and Panay Sewell. So, oh my goodness. Uh, pretty much the entire Lions roster, besides like the kicker and the long snapper, <laughs> are on uh, the injury report, whether it's an illness or otherwise. It's just pretty insane. That does include all the players that we already have out for the season, like Kakuda you know, and stuff. <laughs> it, would only, it would only make sense that the Lions would be the first team to get like DQ'd from a game for like COVID overload or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like we would be that first team to get like a game canceled. <laughs> well, the positive would be that it helps us toward our first. Yeah, right. yeah. I guess there is one positive. We get AJ Parker run. back this week. So, oh, well, now oh, that's set. that's good. Well, that's that's good. nice to hear. Unfortunately, that's um, a good thing. Eh? You know, there was confirmation Jerry Jacobs will be out uh, with that ACL. It just uh, yeah. it sucks. He's been playing so good, especially from suck. and we touched on the last podcast. But Jerry Jacobs being has out. There, has there been a report on Anzalone yet? Coming back. Uh, he has an ankle injury, and he did not practice today. That's all we know at this moment. Okay. All right. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it'll be. And, and now we go against uh, one of the best teams in the NFL this year, the Arizona Cardinals, who we, who we play every year, regardless. We'll probably play them next year. Right. <laughs> Actually, I don't. We probably we wouldn't do trend play to play. We don't play. The, we play the NFC West this year, and we won't be in the same. Usually, uh, the reason we play them every year is because they finish last in their division, and we finish last in their division. So yeah. that's why we play them every year. But this year, they're not going to be last in their division. That would be the the Seahawks most likely. So we will most likely not play them next year. We could help them become last after we beat them this week. I, I think it's l- impossible for them to be last place in their division. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> okay, maybe. Um, this Cardinals team uh loaded with a bunch of talent. Uh, Zayvon Collins, they drafted the first round this year, has been playing decent. Uh, Isaiah Simmons, a guy that you both, uh, re- really all of us liked, but I know you two specifically really, uh, uh want him in the draft. Uh, that was the Akuta draft, right? Yeah. Yep. Two years ago. Make it worse. Um, and he's been a really good piece for them. He's, he, he plays all over the field, whether it's in the box, uh, at safety, kind of like you saw in college with him. Um, and he's, he, he had a rough rookie year, but he's really uh, grown this year in his role. Um, but Chandler mm-hmm. Jones off the edge, um, Byron Murphy, the cornerback, uh, has been really good. He was out of Washington, the second-round cornerback. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's played really well for them. You mean they didn't take him at third overall and yeah. make him be a productive cornerback? Yep, 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 yep. I know that can be done. It's rough. It's rough. There's a lot of cornerbacks taking that draft playing better than Akuda have been uh, up to this point, but Akuda's also injured. Any of them that are playing. Right. 
I, he can't predict the injury, but um, no, I can't blame the injury. <sighs> um, and then on offense, obviously DeAndre Hopkins is out, so that's a positive for the Lions at least coming to this mm. game. I uh, don't have to deal with him. But yeah, Kyler Murray, uh, you know, still up there in the MVP race. He had a rough Monday night game, um, but I believe he's third overall in the odds uh, for MVP at this point, or maybe second, second or third depending where you look. Uh, so he's still been playing really good. Wide receivers, Christian Kirk, Rondell Moore. Uh, and the running back, James Conner, I think undervalued uh, in the eyes of a lot of people. He's had an absolutely monster year, especially since uh, their, their first running back, Chase Edmonds, went down. He's done nothing but like dominate, especially out of the past game. So the Lions absolutely have their hands full, and they are an already you know roster that was teetering on the edge of being... Uh, not super going in the season is absolutely depleted going against one of the better and getting healthier rosters in the NFL and the Arizona Cardinals. Um, so what are the Lions going to do to beat this team? Uh, mm. I mean, I think they got to run the ball and run the ball and run the ball and run the ball and just hope uh, they can hold on yeah. to the ball for over half the game and keep that. Defense I don't think that's going to work. <laughs> I think it's that and combination with turnovers. I, I think, Turnovers could be one of those things that can sway a, a, a game. And uh, I think we really have to be conscious of that in this game and really try for them. Uh, you know, as, as much as we've improved a little bit as the year went on, as far as getting a few turnovers here and there, I, I think we need to be focusing on it more. You know, the punch, the, you know, anything we can to get the ball out. And it, we, we need to win a turnover battle. I think that would greatly improve our odds to win this game. Definitely. I'd say, actually, Big Z, I agree with the running of the ball, but I think. They're going to have to establish a balanced attack if they want to have any chance to actually succeed. I, I mean, yeah, you get that once in like a, what every like 20 games where you can actually just run the ball every down and actually get away with it, but that doesn't happen, and especially against good teams very often. So, I mean, I think they're going to have to have a balanced attack to keep them honest so that they can, you know, keep it effective on the ground so they can't just start stacking the box and take everything away. Did you guys watch that Monday night game at all? Uh, yeah. The Cardinals Rams. Yeah. Stafford looked really good in that game. That was one of his better awesome. games. Uh, we, that seen. pass to uh, Cup? to Cooper Cup in the corner of the end zone, that low pass, it was ridiculous. That one, was just... uh, the other one uh, Stafford had where he did a boot and then uh, threw it to Cup down the sideline too. Cooper Cup, really good receiver. That was a good <laughs> but, one too. Uh, um, some but that touchdown really to me was throws. spectacular because it was so pinpoint. And oh, I mean, yeah. Cup had still had to make a great catch on it, but uh, just a pinpoint pass. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, this Cardinals defense has been one of the better, if not. I mean, it's, if a, it's a top five defense this so year, Goff, right? Uh, sure, maybe. If Stafford can in the right circumstance. Him, so Goff, I think that's pretty makes sense, right? Think? Sure, why not? <laughs> I mean, after all, he's got Josh Reynolds to us too. So that's right, and Amon Ross, St. Brown. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> Hey, we're sounding kind of down here, like we're we're joking, like we can't do anything. Oh, I forgot game. Zach Ertz at tight end too, um, for the Cardinals. Oh yeah, so there's another guy to look out. And AJ Green, yeah. wide receiver. Duh. Oh jeez. Oh boy. It's yeah. a loaded offense, no doubt. Uh, the Lions definitely have their hands full this week. I, I'm just more worried about the defense and all the you know people out. That's that's where I concerned. That was my concern last week going to the game against. Yeah. Denver. Um, yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. It's really tough uh, when you don't have some when you have some of your elite talent out uh, to make it make splash plays against uh 
the most of it out. A talented team like <laughs> yeah, us. no, seriously though, to beat this team, we need some three and outs or short drives for them, and uh, we can't, you know, allow these just long, just time killing, consuming drives. You know, where's the defense out? It it just demoralizes. <laughs> you know, we That's we need a, we need a few uh, three and outs. You know, to give us some hope in this game. I think yeah. keeping all the end zones also going to be really important. Just like, I mean, if they can, I think they're going to have, I think if we can get those three and outs, that's great, but I have a feeling they're going to put together some long drives. But if we can just keep them out of the end zone and keep the game tight, that might be our best chance to, to right. you know, let the offense do something or get a turnover to flip the game or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be, um, It'll be interesting, you know. Uh, so, uh, I think I mentioned this on the last podcast, but the Lions, they'll hold that number one pick. Um, well, obviously, they need to lose. But um, in addition to that, the Jaguars and Texans are playing each other this week. Both are, uh, yeah. you know, two and yeah. three behind us. So, one of those will most likely win. Uh, probably not a tie. It could it could happen. Those teams are, you never know. But uh, <laughs> did you guys see the report? You know, people get, you know, Dan Campbell, uh, you know, should he be fired? The team has one win, blah, blah, blah. But have you seen all the reports going about Urban Meyer? (laughs) Yeah, first. Yeah, what was the latest thing? There was something else I I, I saw. Oh, the latest one tops them all. Uh, Well, besides maybe like hanging out at the bar after a Thursday night game with an under or uh, a younger woman that's not his wife. But, um, um, the the latest one, the latest story to come out today was that this uh, kicker, Josh Lambeau, in training camp was lining up for a kick, and then Urban Meyer comes up and kicks him in the leg and says, you better make your effing field calls. Oh, my God. <laughs> he kicks him in the plant leg, like a, like a, at least Josh Lambeau said it was like a really hard, swift kick that like kind of made him stumble a decent amount. Like, just out of nowhere. Jeez. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. That's he, awesome. <laughs> I, yeah, just really, just awesome. really bizarre. Uh, <laughs> awesome just, that's not our coach. I don't know if Urban Meyer just getting like a huge like wake up call. Like this is not how the NFL operates. The or, because he's just so used to coaching college. But did he do do they do that? That'd be yeah. weird if a college coach did that. So I don't I don't know. It's just a bizarre story. Yeah. But it, it there's a like lot a of stories day. coming out about him uh, that are not good. So and Dan Campbell seems to be the opposite. You know, he has a full locker room behind him. Uh, I think. There's a lot of people in the building who realize, you know, there's a lot of work to be done. Right. There's a a certain amount of talent in the building that needs to be acquired to really, truly compete. And we're not there yet. Uh, Yeah. I mean, you just watched that Rams Cardinals game the other night. And it's just like, yeah, we're probably a couple of years to where we're looking at a roster like talent stack like those guys. Like they both have so much depth at all the positions. Um, you know, like some of our frontline talent might be close, but their their depth is just so much better. They got playmakers right. everywhere. I mean, look at the look at the Packers. They have four of their five starting o- offensive linemen from the beginning of the season out, and they are yeah. operating. You know, they're scoring forty points a week or forty points last week against the Bears. How do, how does that happen? <laughs> it, 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 there's only one explanation. They got good receivers and they got Aaron Rodgers. Right. Well, also a good, yeah. obviously a good enough scouting department to keep finding guys that can plug and yeah. play. That too. I mean, it's just amazing though. And good that play kind call. of depth, which I think we will get to in a couple of years. So people yeah. be patient with this crew. I mean, the the idea of firing Campbell is just absurd to me. I right? Mean, yeah, I it's think just we all absurd. Agree. It's absolutely yeah. absurd. They, they're they're taking a they went young. They 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 jettisoned a lot of older guys. Uh, they're playing all these young kids to see who can play. 
this is a test year to see what they got. They're going to build on it. They're going to, they, they drafted pretty well their first year. They, they continue mm-hmm. that for a couple of years and this team's going to be very competitive in a couple of years. So hang in there, people hang in there. We've oh, been yeah. hanging into this long. We can hang in a little longer, right? Keep drinking that Kool-Aid. Well, and part Absolutely, of that, baby. and part of that, you know, long-term is, is something else I wanted to mention. Uh, Todd McShay, uh, probably one of the more notable uh, mock drafters out there for yes, uh, free SPN mm-hmm. uh, came out with his first mock draft. And I was just curious your guys thoughts. Uh, Cause we've been a lot of Lions fans have been discussing the draft a lot. Cause that's, you know, that's all we have really to look forward to at this moment. Right. Um, but anyways, his first mock draft had the Lions picking first going with Aiden Hutchinson. And then oh, in the late, too. in the mid twenties uh, with the Rams first round pick that we acquired in the Stafford trade, Going with Sam Howell, who would be the fifth quarterback in this scenario, taken off the board in the first round. So yeah. no, in his mock draft, none of the quarterbacks went in the first eleven picks. But then he uh-huh. has between like picks twelve and where the Lions were at like twenty three, twenty four, five quarterbacks going. Wow! The first of which was that Kenny Pickett going to the Steelers. Yeah, he'll be the first. I don't sure. think the quarterbacks are going to fall that far. They always get over. They get way overhyped by draft time. Someone will pull a trigger earlier, but. Yeah, I, I have a picket. I have a feeling picket goes in the top ten, especially with the Jets with two picks and the Giants with two picks. Someone's bound to trade up there to get them. This is my feeling personally, but uh, uh, yeah. I mean, if the picks stay the way they are now, yeah, that could very well happen. But I just feel there's going to be some kind of movement up there. Yeah, I don't hate Hutchinson at, at at the end of the pick if they really like him. Though I don't know, I'd I'd almost rather pull the trigger on like a receiver or something there. But uh, I don't I don't mind the pick if they feel comfortable with them. But it's, I, I actually don't mind that either. Uh, uh, drafting a you know a decent college quarterback that can come in and compete. I, I don't like I don't mind that at all. Considering the backups we got now, which don't who who don't compete at all. So uh, sure. I, I actually like it. And, and how out of all those guys, uh, I actually like the guy. He's, he's a solid runner. He's, he's a, a pretty good. Passer. I would say he's like a Baker Mayfield type in terms of personality. If you're looking for a personality, that's like kind of. He's kind of like a wild guy in the field, but a lot of people seem to follow him on the team. Yeah, um, but he's like, tough. He, he's he's. I think the players respect him. He's he's hard nosed and he scrappy. You know, he's scrappy and uh, I don't know. He's got. I think he's got NFL potential. Really. Yeah. I mean, he was a little rough at times this year, but at yeah. other times he was brilliant too. So uh, if we picked him in that second pick, that would not bother me at all. It gives give. Uh, off some competition i actually think that, that consistency is a perfect example to why he compares to uh baker as well though like he's got that kind of cowboy gunslinging thing and he can hit big on it but he can also you know fail to hit pretty consistently sometimes too he falls into like that traps and throws picks and throws off target passes semi-frequently so like, you get that downside but i think his upside yeah. is nice especially late in the first round. Hell, he might be there for our first pick in the second round. I don't know. Yeah, uh, if you're curious what the other quarterback, so he had Pickett going at 12, then Matt Corral going at 13 to Washington. Um, Then he had Bleak Willis going to Denver at 17. Then he had Desmond Ritter, the Cincinnati quarterback, going to New Orleans at 19. And then he had uh, Sam Howell at 25 to the Lions. So, yeah, I said that order kind of makes sense to me. Um, if he is how how uh usually the thing I like about him is that he excels in the fourth quarter. If uh, that's where he really steps up his game. So I think that says mm-hmm. something about him too. 
Now, if he, I don't know if it means he's off to slow starts, and that that would be a little uh, nerve wracking. But uh, there's definitely talent there. One nice thing is he'd yeah. be an instant upgrade in the pocket over Goff. <laughs> just, just his ability to get out of tight situations and not, you know, yeah, get sacked every time. But again, oh, this yeah, is we'd have somebody who can make plays with his legs, which is something exactly. we don't have right now. Yeah, and this is just so early. Um, but the, to, for the Lions to have a dominant pass rusher would be a dream of mine because oh, <laughs> we haven't had oh, it yeah. in a long time. Um, and it's such a difference maker. You look like the Browns. Now, I don't think Aiden Hutchinson's up to Miles Garrett's caliber. Um, but know. just a guy like that could, uh, and a guy that seems to be like a good leader on the team, uh, I think mm-hmm. it would be hard to pass up. I'm not sure about Cave. Cave on Thibodeau, he, like, he is the higher ceiling, but sometimes he just, like, he disappears if you watch him. And this Hutchins has more consistency. Um, yeah, that's my early good. take. I probably need to dive into a little more, but better preference. Yeah, we will. Probably. We will. And we still have to see what Hutchinson does on the even bigger stage against Georgia. Um, in the college football semifinal, December 30th. That will be fun yeah. to watch. Anyways, gentlemen, uh, let's get to it now, shall we? All we right. Talk, we shall we'll it. talk about, you know, keys of the game. You're talking about a world-famous, what is it? A <gasps> world-famous predictions. Oh, yes. That's right. Yes. So, as I mentioned, Lions right. hosting the Cardinals um, in Detroit. Uh, one Eastern, noon kickoff. Lions 12.5-point underdogs. UJ. Yeah, what's going to happen? Well, you know what? The odds are clearly, clearly against us in this game. I, I by a lot, okay. But there's a couple things I want to put in. Never tell me the odds. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I got to put a couple things in perspective here. You know, back in the day, there was a man named Harlan David Sanders, uh, who eventually became known as Colonel Sanders. But let me tell you about this guy. All right. He, he had a lot of things going on in his life and, uh, you know, things went on. His wife, his family left him, all that stuff. Uh, at age of 65, he was living on a $105 per month Social Security check. But you know what this guy did? He kept plugging because he knew he could cook some chicken. So what he did, he started cooking chicken, borrowed a little money, and he started selling it door to door. And then he opened up a restaurant in 1959. And you know what? That restaurant became so popular that he couldn't even keep up with it. it. Expansion just overwhelmed Sanders and, and he had to sell it for 2 million, which today would be worth like what 15 million, something like that. So he never gave up. All right. And then let me give you another perspective here too. There was a man by the name of Winston Churchill, and he was once quoted as saying success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. And that's what it is about this team. And every time you watch this team, win or lose, this team does not quit. They have the courage to fight and fight they do. And you know what? When you fight, things can happen. I was watching a a boxing match the other day, and the the Kovala, the Russian guy, he was the favorite. He was the champion, and this contender came up, and and Kovala was beating the crap out of him. And then all of a sudden... In like the seventh grade, oh, this guy just out of nowhere, boom, Colo's on the ground. You know, you don't know what's going to happen. Things can happen in this game. So I, I think I think it's going to be one of those weird, rare days where just our courage and our grit and our fires, we, we, something happens and we spark. It's going to be one of those rare things. And it's going to be a really close game because the Cardinals will probably jump out to a lead, but then 
you know, we'll get a couple turnovers, this or that or whatever. And then anyway, we're going to all of a sudden we're going to be in this game and the Cardinals aren't going to believe it. And they're going to be back on their heels and we're going to win this thing, man. I'm telling you, we're going to win this thing 21 to 17. And nice. by Let's sheer, go! Grit, sheer oh. grit and will and not quitting and Boom. fighting. And that's what this team does, you know, I'm telling you. So that's. Wow, that's UJ, weird. I had a long day at work, but I'm fired up again. So, man, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm woken right. up. Uh, Big Z, why'd you set him first? You have to follow that. I didn't know I was getting all that. <laughs> I didn't know I was going to give like the big, you know, like halftime uh, speech here to rally damn. the troops. Are you sure you're not related UJ. to Dan Campbell? I'm ready to run through a wall. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, all right. And the first time I've heard Colonel Sanders and Winston Churchill, uh, and the, you know, <laughs> referencing the same speech, <laughs> the same breath. Yeah. Yeah. That was fantastic. Yeah. Wow, do, do we want to get the rest of predictions? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> can I? Do I? Yeah, I don't feel like I can go for a run, dog. Uh, you're uh, all fired up now, so I, I'm sure. Yeah, you, you know you I am fired up, direction. and you know what? I think the Lions are going to be fired up, and and I think what UJ says, there's a lot of truth to that, but there's also truth to what Dan Campbell said about biting kneecaps. You know, he said, you know, like a lot of people get a kick out of the whole biting the kneecap visual, but you know, the the key thing, the key takeaway from the whole metaphor is that. Every time we come back up, we're going to bite off a kneecap, and eventually we're going to be the last one standing. And, you know, this is the kind of game where this is the perfect team to come in. They're riding high. They feel good. You know, they're one of the best teams in the NFL. But you know what? They're they're going to come in, and they're going to come in for a freaking fight, and the Lions are going to take it to them, punch them in the mouth. And and I think it's going to, it's gonna you know, like you just said, it's going to come to a win. And, I mean, I just think they're going to score more points. So I think it's going to be 34 and the to 17. So I think the Lions are just going to put up a few more points than UJ, but that that grit is what's going to bring out the dub. Mm. It's the grit. The grit. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you guys both predicted uh, UJ and Run Dog. You guys are inspiring me here. Uh, the Lions, big underdogs, but I'm going to go with the Lions victory as well. Ooh. Yeah. We're going to go. Nike. We're going to go 27 to 23 because uh, I, I think the Lions, in order to win this game, need to score a lot of points uh, <laughs> because the defense is just going to be struggling here uh, with their depletion. Um, but I, I, I like the Lions to pull this one out. Jared Goff to throw three touchdowns, a couple field goals by Riley Patterson, who continues to be one of the hottest kickers in the NFL. He's four for four. <laughs> That's I like it. He only had one attempt last game, but so I mean, much good. Maybe we have our kicker in the future. Here, so much better than Santoso. <laughs> well, it doesn't get much worse than that. So, <laughs> um, but you know, I I, uh, I was just inspired by you guys. So I'm I'm gonna go with the Lions here, and we all predict another Lions victory. Yeah, oh. that's what the Kool Aid yes. does, baby. Love the Kool Aid. Um. So, gentlemen, I think that's gonna wrap it up for us here. Uh, okay. But the Lions have one hell of a task ahead of them this weekend. Yes, yes. Uh, but you know, we believe uh, in in this in the story of Colonel Sanders and Winston Churchill. That's right. <laughs> to, uh, That's right. To rally the troops here. So the parallels Keep the faith, are fans. Keep the so faith. similar. Um, so listeners, uh, Instagram and drinking a bukule, Twitter and drinking lions, please. Follow us on there. Let us know your thoughts on the upcoming game. Uh, your draft thoughts as well, since we mentioned on the podcast. Um, maybe you've done some mock drafts on the send them our way. Um, mm-hmm. 
Please download the podcast on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Please subscribe. Please leave a review. Always greatly appreciated. Other than that, thanks to our producer, Kid J. And we hey, will be back KJ. early next mm-hmm. week, uh, recapping the game and giving our the thoughts. Dub. Other than that, everybody have a great rest of your weekend. And last but not least, as always, go! go. the field a charging team that will not yield and when the blue and silver wave stand and cheer the brave rock 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 go hard win the game with honor you will keep your fame down the field and gain a lion's victory Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.